Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back. Hello. Hi. Um, We have an amazing episode for you guys today. Uh, we talk all about tacos and weed. So... <laughs> Yes, we have Emily and Steven on from Wagwan Tacos, Wagwan NYC. Um, they run a pop-up Jamaican taco shop, and we talk all about their business. Yeah, say pop-up Jamaican taco shop five times fast. I cannot. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we we have a really chill and fun conversation just about restaurants and uh tacos and weed mm-hmm. and uh ava how do you know emily oh i know emily because we used to work together at state management a modeling agency i was her intern she's a Aww, modeling agent um yeah and i was her intern <laughs> and yeah so we go back a few years and her and her husband that's run great. this amazing taco shop that's fucking delicious so yeah i've decided that when all this shit is over i'm absolutely coming to visit you and we're going to get some tacos because their food sounds so good and they're both like such incredible positive lights like they're such good conversation so sit back pour some wine light yourself a joint for this one and grab a fucking taco (laughs) meet our mutuals (laughs) plural plural Welcome to the pod, guys. Thank you. Thank so you. Situated and ready. Thanks for having yeah. us. Yes. Thank you. You guys are our first couple and first double interview and first male guest. Uh, True. Is the first male guest. I am honored. Yeah. I am honored <laughs> to, to, you know, hold it down for the male gang team. <laughs> but yeah. No. You're breaking breaking that glass ceiling, Steven. It's <laughs> <laughs> all about breaking boundaries over here. No. <laughs> well, men's right. <laughs> <laughs> we can get started. Um, just our first question is very general. Introduce yourselves, where you both from, and where you based now. Okay. So my name is Emily. I am from Queens, and uh, we are now based in the Bronx, Riverdale. Hey, the nice. boogie down. Boogie down. <laughs> Gotta represent. So my name's Steven, also go by Showy sometimes, uh, friends call me Showy, uh, and I am from New Rochelle, and uh, you know, now in the Bronx, Riverdale, me and Anna. 914 represent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ava's from the 914. Sarah, are you from the 914? No. That's okay. Sarah's from Vermont. I'm in Vermont. <laughs> I'm in this weird little state. Love Killington, love to snowboard. Nice. You know, I've lived here my whole life. I've never... I don't ski or snowboard. I know I'm the worst. Sarah's the anti-Vermonter. Do I look outdoorsy? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, snowboarding is kind of like, isn't that like cool now? A little yeah. bit? You know, it's like. I've, I've thought about it, but I feel like that's a lot of balance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My brother literally moved to Vermont to be closer to snowboarding. Like, really? left Brooklyn and bought a house in Vermont just so house it was chickens. like. Yeah, he could do like day trips. Oh my god! I love Good that. for him. Once you know, once you get the bug, you like it's like something you just like always. Oh, yeah, he's addicted. Yeah. Good for him. He yeah. went full Vermont with the the chicken coop and the wood yeah. Like he's farm? got he's got he's got a cat, two dogs, and like five chickens. One of them got killed though because um a, a hawk scooped it off the ground <laughs> and took it away. Yeah. It's really tragic. That's not funny. <laughs> I mean, listen, they gotta eat. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's what I like about Vermont. You can always just see some like 
super actual in nature kind of stuff where it's like yeah. oh, his dog murder <laughs> yeah his dogs his dogs have already had been taken to the animal hospital twice because they attacked a porcupine like literally anything is possible in vermont no, it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah. Like, like, literally living in the wilderness almost just you know you have like you have the amenities but like you walk outside and all types of wildlife or like extreme weather conditions are you know, it's, it's, yeah <laughs> That's true. It's extreme weather, animals, Bernie Sanders, and legal weed. That's our life. I love it. That's great. So, speaking of legal weed, can you guys tell us about your love story and like how did you guys meet? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And my only because my sources tell me you were supposed to get married last year on four twenty. You're off by one date, but it was supposed to be four nineteen twenty. Okay. Love it. It wasn't planned around that, but it was just like oh. I was like, all of our friends are definitely going to think we planned it, like, around that. But, I, yeah. I totally thought it was. <laughs> I mean, Wait. we'll go with that story. Yeah, yeah. It works. So, wow. So, where did our love story start? Okay. Um, you want me to take, take your answer? I was going to say, you're really good at saying this story. I got it. It's very detailed. So, no, it was, it was a, so, so, me and Em went to college together. Um, we are like, I was I, I knew who she was for like through my first like few years like we were like I wouldn't say friends but it's like you know when you see somebody and you're like oh hey yeah, yeah, yeah. blah 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 right yeah. so like we we're that for like first like two three years of college mm-hmm. and then there was this whole my senior year big spring break right we had this mutual friend he had like a really cool place down in Miami that we could all stay at on the beach on the beach so. This is senior year, like spring break. I'm like, all right, I'm down. Like, let's go. I had like three hundred dollars to my name. <laughs> I like rallied with two other friends, and we drove from New York down to Miami on this like <clears throat> wild road trip down. And was like, she flew down. I was like, down. <laughs> I got jet blue. I was living the life. I was like, 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 gonna be the best trip ever. Like, I was like, you, Emily. So I was like, I'm taking full advantage of this. Yeah, you were, you were yes, man. Nordstrom or something. So you were about to like cake it up. Like I was, but like I like I scrounged to get down to Miami. Like literally, three hundred dollars. I don't know how I how I made that work. But anyways, get down there. And essentially, a stranger you went. With. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. Just met- what one of the friends that we drove down with was like a person that was our friend for like a week. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, oh, man. that's such a college thing to do. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. So, um, so anyways, we get down to Miami. Um, have like, so her and her and the girls, like, you know, we we go out first night, have like a great night. Um, and then what was it? You were you were out tanning the whole day, first day. So you were like, <laughs> I don't tan. I don't know how many times I have to suffer the pain to realize I don't tan. But yes, we were out. Die. You tried. Scanning, I'm turning red, and I get like an excruciating burn that I was like, I couldn't go out for a second day. They were going for a second day, I couldn't. I couldn't do the second day. <laughs> so, so second day, she's she's burned. Kind of wants to take the take a chill day. All the girls on the group had gone to tan again. <laughs> then, like the the guy, the guy, uh, one of the guys that I drove down with, he was just like done for like. The morning he was not with him, right? It was like, it was game over for him. So, me and Em were like, "All right, let's like it's just us here in the apartment. Let's go on a little walk." 
explore Miami completely like as friends. So we embarked pretty much now on a walk that I thought was like half an hour, but it ended up actually being like a six months. This place ended up being like six miles away. <laughs> we got on this three hour walk and uh, yeah, pretty much from that walk on, I was like, wow, I'm pretty sure I think I think I like love this girl. <laughs> we had this like long three hour, like crazy walk oh, in Miami. We like saw this woman fall, fall off a bike in front of us. We went oh to the fountain, we walked past the fountain blue which we were like, holy crap, it's a fountain blue. We went in. Um, you bought sunscreen and for like $30. Even, and he's like, rub this on my back. I'm suffering. Oh, Romance. I'm yeah. burning. Yeah, and pretty much from that walk, uh, we've been walking together ever since. You know? yeah. Aww. Yeah. Yeah, so. Emily, that burn changed your life. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. She hooked him. She hooked him with red skin and one conversation. Yeah, and like so. Well, and I guess it also, you know, didn't hurt that that walk was. Uh, I thought that walk was going to be a lot shorter than it ended up being like longer. Three hours. So like, we're like, we're not at the just... strip yet. Okay. Well. <laughs> and, Wait, and then you had to walk back. Yeah. Well, no, that yeah. our, our friends actually met. <laughs> so we walked to this like a uh, seafood place that mm-hmm. also like. And actually, this kind of ties into some of our later stuff. And the, they had, like, these really good mahi-mahi tacos. So we had <gasps> It was meant to be. I know, it's like, kind of crazy. That. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Like, it, it, Early sign. It, it, so, so, yeah, so that, that pretty much, you know, that was, uh, that's how everything started. And, you know, from that Miami trip, we just continued to get closer, closer, closer. Yes. Yeah. So my faith and, is restored. <laughs> so my trip was in May, no March, 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 and then we started going out in July. Seven ten yeah. eleven is our dating anniversary. Yeah, but we were like seven eleven. Seven eleven. Wait, so <laughs> this year's ten years then? Yeah. Yes. Oh, congratulations! So thank, you. thank you. Wait, so did you? Are you guys married, or did you? Are you still waiting? Well, or can you not say? No. <laughs> well, uh, we're so we're officially like married as like legally, but we haven't had the ceremony because. Gotcha. So, so legally, yeah, yeah. So yeah, get that ta- get that tax break. But like, you know, I'm I I still don't like to like. It's like I acknowledge it, but I feel like it's tough to sometimes fully acknowledge because I want like all the. We have to have to the whole it. thing still. Yeah, yeah of course. Like, you know, we have, we I have, think now you have another opportunity to do it on 420. And, um, well, actually, it's going to be in November 2021. Ooh. As of right now, so we'll see what happens with COVID, but you know. True. You should be, hopefully, knock on wood, you should be good by November. I, yeah, I <laughs> it was supposed to be March, but I. Yeah. 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 Speaking of yeah. 420, even though that's unrelated, <laughs> but we're curious. Do you guys have a favorite strain that you've been enjoying in quarantine? Ooh. So. Let's see. Uh, me. <laughs> She's got it right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's a giant jar. I know. Giant jar. Uh, me personally, I think I got to go Alice in Wonderland has been a personal favorite Ooh. during this. Is that a sativa? It is. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. No. I know my I know my strength. I'm a sativa smoker, as is he more so than in. But like I like a hybrid. I'm a, I'm a hybrid girl. I'm a hybrid girl. Yeah, hybrid. Like you know, we had this really dope vape that we were using, Carvana. I don't know if you ever heard of it. It's a cartridge, and it's, they only sell it in like 
some dispensaries in Cali, and it's like so fucking good. Ooh, it's right, really right. Good. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, those, yeah, no, those. they're like ninety dollars a cart for gram for the gram ones, which is I honestly probably which a little is like normal. normal. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a little overpriced, I think, but like at the same time, it is super potent. It like it, hits, it hits the no, it, the, the oh. And it's not like the shitty like illegal cart that you don't know what's yeah. like. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sarah and I were just talking about how in Vermont, like you don't know what you're getting. I was gonna say like medical is fully legal, but currently recreational is like a gifting economy. It's so stupid. So like you can have it, you can smoke it, you can do whatever, and I can like give you some, but you can't purchase it. Um, but they just legalized it. I think by next year. This time next year, we'll have stops where we can actually get it. But yeah, I try to stay away from the carts for now. Yeah, no, okay. <laughs> I was kind of like, oh, I'm coughing a lot more than I should be. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is that, pesticides? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you got to watch out. You got to watch out. Have a, also, I don't know if you guys have, have, have dabbled, but over uh, over quarantine, I feel like I was I was introduced to the dab life a little more. So, like, uh. <laughs> Have you guys seen these like puffles? Oh, I've seen them. Yeah, 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 yeah. those they, they intimidate me. No. Yeah, dab, dabs really intimidate me. I'm terrified. They're, so the puffco actually kind of puffco is like the apple of like the dab rig. Uh, the dab rig because like it, like you just press design. a little button. It's got a little design. There's no cord. So that's kind of been a little wave that I've been uh definitely I've been enlightened to, and I've uh. I, I, I'll dabble a little more into as dabble. Ha ha ha. Dabble. Oh, I have fun. I did not even I do that. I didn't even realize that over my head. Well, Ken, I guess we'll get started on your business. Yeah. <laughs> the reason you're here. Oh my God. So. Can you guys tell us about your taco pop-up shop here in New York City and how that all got started and whose idea was it to get like go into business together? Um, so pretty much Wagwan was birthed from Peter and I's love of food and in particular Jamaican cooking from his family. His mom is an incredible cook. Like I've learned from the best so much. Like she's her work ethic, her talent, her skill. She doesn't even notice it. It's just so like innate to her. So we've always realized how much we prefer eating at home than eating out for so long. And we were like, we should just like bring this to the people. Yeah. Like sure. we should just bring it to the people. I feel like <laughs> everyone would love to eat this. Yeah, no, this and uh, you know, like growing up, like everybody a lot of people would come to my house and be like, yo, your mom's chicken like crazy. And, you know, I was like, Yeah, I guess they're just saying that because like they're my friends. You know, and then, like, over time, I'm like, all right, no, this is pretty consistent. Like, no matter where I go, no matter anybody who has my mom's cooking always is like, whoa, that's, like, incredible. So, you know, and then, obviously, M, <laughs> when, M when M started to come over, like, she was just, what? like, blown away. <laughs> so, you know, just over, the, over time, us kind of keep seeing those consistent reactions. We saw something where um, that was like, wow, we need to take this opportunity and you know and my mom is all about leaving legacy and I think this is something where she as we've developed this she's like loved to kind of have her the idea of you know her recipes continuing yeah. having the possibility to continue to live on even when she's gone and like you know that's just like the type of uh she loves that kind of stuff so as we started to kind of flesh this idea out more and more her like 
appetite for it just grew in the, the puns are just crazy <laughs> they just literally kept growing and we were like we eventually were like okay so have this amazing food but like jamaican food if you haven't had it and you're not from you know the city and are very used to it it can be intimidating because yep. you have to like use your knife and fork you literally need to use your hands like it's a well, knife well, and fork but like it's messy so you're always yeah. going to be like you know picking things apart whatever so we're like maybe we should put it in a familiar form that people really resonate with so we're like why don't we just do it in a taco like how far everybody like is like jerk chicken in a taco with like homemade jerk sauce and we're like what would we do for tapas and that's when we started to just like jot ideas down with like flavor profiles we're like you know what's really good with your picking something that's cooling cucumber oh but you need a sweet aspect apple oh but we could also add a little bit of, you know okay gordon ramsay <laughs> yeah and um yeah so that's like you know it really just we started to experiment with with things and you know we really started to just get those different flavor profiles together um and yeah just kind of went from our kitchen you know just trying those recipes out with family, friends. In the lab for months. Yeah. Like every weekend I was, Stephen and I were in the Rochelle, like with his mom brainstorming and like going in the kitchen and trying things out. Like I learned how to make tortillas. And like- I have I, vague memories. I'm like, I have vague memories of you bringing food to the office. I, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Testing. You are correct. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was a long time ago though so this has been a long a long time coming yeah yeah it's uh and um you know kind of like well i think one of the biggest uh one of the biggest kind of jumps and boosts the confidence that we got was um we got lucky where uh our first event or our first opportunity to kind of actually be out to the public um one of my former uh former co-workers he started a company that he helped facilitate and organize pop-ups so he was doing mm -hmm. a pop-up for like ed sheeran for his like out that uh his last album release where he was he had like it was a pretty much like a 10 city uh pop-up event so the new york event he had like a few record executives charlemagne was there um and he needed a food like a, a food vendor there so it, that's where you know he knew what he knew what me and them were doing and we were, he was kind of like, we were first on, on his mind and, you know, we were able to jump on that opportunity. So like wow. our first kind that of first... event to the public was an Ed Sheeran uh, album release party. And I, that, and like getting a great response there really oh, just gave, like, yeah. That's it, amazing. Yeah, it, it, it gave us a lot of momentum and um, it Thank really you, Ed. that confidence to really kind of dive in further. And, you know, since then it's just been continually working with breweries, um, uh, bars and just you know uh, breweries, bars, catering events. Just you know, it 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 all rolled in in uh, rolled from there, and you know, just opportunities kept coming up for us. So it's mm -hmm. been a and up until COVID, you know, things were definitely super 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 busy. But COVID obviously mm -hmm. threw a little wrench. wrench. In the thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really back there. there. Oh yeah, like I gotta say, like. So COVID happened March. So from March to like June, since like things were closed and shut down and things started to get better, we were like, okay, we have a game plan. Like as soon as we can, we will. So we started to put into e like email 
people who like had bars, the breweries that we worked with, even places that we didn't even work with, but we were trying to just try something new because this was the point where bars needed food. So we reached out to like all new venues and we booked a ton of new people like Marco's Broadway. That's so smart. What'd you say? She said that's so smart. Yeah. I mean, listen, we were like, we got to make something happen. So um, it really worked to our favor. And we really got out to like a new audience because we were able to work with this company called the Tiny Cupboard and they were hosting comedy shows on their rooftop, which was like, what a good idea. And they got tons of people there. Like, of course, socially distant, but a lot of different people that have never eaten our food before because we've never been there before. And it's like mm-hmm. one of the only places offering entertainment during COVID. So people from all different areas in Brooklyn and in, I, someone was from Long Island was there. Yeah. So like we were able to reach a whole new. What the hell was she doing there? <laughs> she really wanted to laugh. <laughs> and eat our that. food. No. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> so yeah, I've got to say, like, even though COVID threw a wrench, like we were able to like really propel forward as soon as we were allowed to by the government laws. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, good. Yeah. Um, for our listeners who don't know, can you explain what Wagwan means and like the history behind the expression? Yeah. So Wagwan is like super common phrase in Jamaica. It's pretty much like, "What's up? What's going on? How you doing?" Just like a general kind of term of endearment so like you know you hear like a what on my you like what on like right off literally coming like off like plane like you know as you're like walking through airport you're gonna hear like uh welcome to jamaica so it's just kind of like one of their one of jamaica's kind of like terms of endearment it's pretty much their what's up (laughs) do you meet a lot of other like jamaican people through this business i'm sure you get everybody but have you attracted some um (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I would say definitely, uh, like, we do Bronx, the Bronx Night Market, which, um, like, that Fordham area has, like, a pretty large Jamaican um, Jamaican presence. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, Jamaican presence, Jamaican population. So, um, so we definitely do get to meet a lot of, a lot of fellow Jamaicans. Well, for me, fellow Jamaicans. (laughs) Uh, Emily's like, I have sunburn. (laughs) I married in, so technically. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that, yeah. I don't know why it looks like that. <laughs> right, you know, I'm, just, I'm German now, like that. Like, oh. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> so your social media says that you're tacos with a vibe. What is the vibe? <laughs> so a vibe is a feeling that you get like initially from, you know, seeing something or being around something. And the minute you eat Wagwan, you're filled with this, this feeling of happiness. And like, ooh, this is this is different. This is fun. This is unique. It's like a burst of spice with a little bit of sweet. And pairing these things that I've never had in a taco form together, I'm just like on this ride. And I love it. Mm. Oh. Give me a meal That's delivery. A yeah. <laughs> That's good. Definitely, definitely want to give people that vibe of, um, you know, something where, uh, Kind of, kind of get transported to the islands for you know a hot minute, which is like you know you eat the taco and you know we want you to kind of feel like wow I am literally in in a uh, jerk hut in Jamaica, you know, and yeah. like you know I want I want like you know having people able to envision that through through our tacos is what you know we're really trying to hammer in, which is like the recipes and like why my mom's recipes are really help 
kind of push that with her with their with their authenticity and um mm. that's something that I we really try and strive for is giving that real authentic Jamaican flavor even though it's in an unfamiliar form getting that like authenticity is something that we really strive for just so that we can really transport our customers into yeah. into Kingston into Jamaica so the recipes are, are they all adapted from family recipes then? Yes. 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 That's awesome. These are yeah. all family. All family, all homemade, everything's unique and everything is from the fam. Yeah. Well, we did have a listener uh, question. Ooh. So at Garb Banks asked, what are your thoughts on double tortilla versus single tortilla tacos? This is controversial. Yeah. Single tortilla all the way. I agree. And I'm going to, No hesitation. And I'm going to say why. <laughs> okay. The way we make tortillas is thick enough to hold our filling. We mm. put a ratio. Thickness is key. Thickness yes. is key. And it's not overwhelming like bread. It's a perfect proportionate ratio to meat or filling with tortilla. Mm -hmm. And you fold that baby up and you take a bite and it's perfect you don't need another layer oh yeah i think yeah i think i feel like the double layer is usually it's like uh it's reinforcement for for the first layer not being that great you know so that and you know it gets a little too i feel like it's a little too much we're like once you you want one solid like like emma was saying one firm firm but thin tortilla that's that's where it's at corn there, corn. there you have it folks. i was gonna say corn or flour okay corn I was listening to a podcast and this guy was like, I have this vision of like a hard shell foldable taco or something like that. And I was like, I don't think it's going to happen, buddy. Okay, you fold <laughs> a hard taco. Whoa, I kind of see a what he's saying though. A hard foldable taco? No, like a chalupa type of deal. You know, like a chalupa almost has that because it's kind of soft and yeah. has a little has thickness. A so maybe it's already been invented. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Talk to Taco Bell. Because what I mean to be fair, something that I've that like I don't know if we're ever gonna recreate, but one thing I am very interested in that Taco Bell and I wanna know how they do it. Like that cheesy that cheesy gordita layer on the gordita. Oh, that's like it that's that's not a regular tortilla. It's it and it's not a pita. It's like it's, a, a pita, it's specifically no. like I don't know, man. That thing's amazing. It is that's a competition. Crunch, it's what it is. Yeah, like honestly that's that's what's gonna <laughs> If there's, a, if there's a better taco than us, it's the cheesy gordita crunch. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only one I'll give props to. That's right. Only one. Oh my god. <laughs> Love a cheesy. I do too. It's good. It's so good. Like <laughs> I've never had Taco Bell. <laughs> Ava, I wasn't allowed to have fast food growing up, and there's not a Taco Bell like near my town, so there I just was like one never on went. Campus. Oh, there's a Taco Bell on campus? <laughs> this was the only one yeah. in Boston. Oh, oh no. Oh. I've just heard like that it fucks up your stomach and I have a I mean, sensitive stomach. Like it's worth it. Yeah, one one fucked up stomach yeah. one day of that one night of that is over. And then you it's don't done. to tell me you've never yeah, had like, Taco yo, Bell. I've never had Taco Bell. Right, you got a homework assignment, Eva. <laughs> Go to a Taco Bell. Go to a Taco Bell. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> If you're in the city, there's a Taco Bell. They're very, post -made, very, post -made very easy uh, homework assignment. You don't have to leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about the Postmates you a cheesy gordita crunch so you can see what I'm Please talking do. about? I will send you my address. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, my God. 
Well, the secret's out. That so. is, that's <laughs> I can't believe. You gotta post that on social. My God, I get. I've never had. I've never had Taco Bell. I've never had Wendy's. I've never had. Um, what's the one that everyone loves? Popeyes. I've never had. I mean, this is. I never had Chick Fil A. Wow. I mean, it's good they haven't had all these fast food. Yeah, I know. But you're a healthy like, person. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Can't relate. I like there's there's the alternative version of me that wishes they could say that, but yeah, that it's I, not true. <laughs> the spicy no. a, a, a fast food buzzkill. I can get the spicy chicken nuggets from Wendy's. They're so good. As as much as we love fine dining, we I also will order McDonald's at two thirty. Okay, well send me as much food as you like. I got. You. I got you. <laughs> you better options than we do. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> um, okay, well, who does the bulk of the cooking? Because you were saying that your mom, like, you know, kind of taught Emily some of her recipes and stuff, but is it a collaboration between you guys or does one person handle one part? Like, how's that work? Yeah, so it's a collaboration with, with us. Um, so me and my mother-in-law are in the kitchen predominantly. Um, we handle everything from prep. Stephen helps with prep, um, which is we usually try to do, you know, couple days in advance so everything can season for a while um and that we do that together um the actual cooking we do together and then the toppings and the sauces and the tortilla making is pretty much split up between the, between us two um but i focus a lot um like in regards to like toppings i do a lot of the toppings i do a lot of the actual tortilla making and the dough making and the pressing and we make all of our tortillas on site. So we have them balled out and then we press them and put them on the grill in front of people so they get to see it cooking. Oh, I can like smell it, right? <laughs> like awesome. the smell of like a warm tortilla. <laughs> yeah. So in short, it's a collaborative effort. We work together to make it work. Well, that goes into my next question, which is how do each of your strengths help make the business as successful as it is? And what's it like working professionally together? Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I, so like before, before all this, um, I worked, uh, in tech, but also I guess before I worked, one of the jobs in tech, I, I work, I did was, uh, right out of college, me and, um, me and two of, two of my classmates, we started a company named Munch, which was pretty much a, uh, like restaurant, um, like a loyalty program for restaurants. So during that whole process, we met, I met like a lot of, restaurant owners and kind of got to talk to them and learn a lot of the kind of the hurdles that they had to jump through. So it gave us, even though like I didn't have a lot of experience like working within actual restaurants, I did get to talk to a lot of owners and get and kind of see what some of their biggest difficulties were. And I had like a good pulse on on that aspect of the restaurant business. And um, also just from signing up a lot of the like uh we at that company we really focused on signing up a lot of the like better restaurants within the city so just seeing the trends in a lot of those restaurants and like seeing similarities just kind of um i think gave me a pretty good uh got me in a good headspace on what kind of things were connecting with like customers and and i think that kind of where my strengths play the most Mm -hmm. most here and just kind of you know kind of seeing those different trends within customers and 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 also just kind of uh 
the back end stuff of, of just operations, operations, inventory, things like that. Yeah. So, and M just you know, she's an awesome on <laughs> on all the like cooking sides, marketing, handling social. M you <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, and going on that note, um I do a lot of the cooking, I do a lot of the um social media, um follow you know, making sure that we are engaging with people that follow us to make you know make sure that photos are being reposted and shared and on site you know having those communication skills with our customers and just you know being what they want to see of someone giving them food you want to be personable you want to be happy and honestly like we're happy when we're working because this is what we love like i love cooking i love making tortillas i love giving people a, a taste of the island like, i just love it so yeah, I mean, Emily, you're the most, like, calm, like, even-keeled, like, talk, just, like, from experience working with you, like, you handle crises, like, crises so well, and <laughs> that's what I would say your strength is. Thank Sorry, Stephen, I, I don't know you professionally. <laughs> that's actually really good at it, too. <laughs> but yeah. thank you. No, and, um, yeah. and working, you know, working together, definitely it's something that we talked about a lot, like, even before we you know, really got into the swing of things just because it, it's a big step. It's uh, certainly one that you have to traverse very cautiously because there's a lot of emotions that um, you can't sometimes let, you can't let emotion necessarily get in the way of business. And, you know, you can't let business get in the way of, you know, treating your partner with respect or something or, or add respect and, and integrity. So it just kind of, it's, it's a balancing act, but it's one that when you <clears throat> when you have really good communication throughout, um, it's it's attainable, and that's you know what we're working through right now is just that continued yeah. balance and you know communication is just like that's it's it's cliche, but like it's it's key in relationships, and it's like super yeah. key when you intertwine relationship and business. So that's like um, that's something that we just really always, always try to master. Yeah, like I mean, every every night we have just kind of a impromptu like uh what's the word i'm looking for uh brain dumps if you may like just mm -hmm. you know we get everything that's on our on our head whether it's you know about how actually feeling yeah, or like, business ideas things like that you know, we do a good job at consistently getting those things out having that dialogue with each other so that's yeah. that's oh, yeah if you could like give advice to couples wanting to start working together, would it be that? Do you think like to com consistently communicate and be on the same uh, page, or is there anything else that you might say? Being patient and also knowing that you have a working relationship together, but you also have a relationship together. So yes, this consumes our lives like all the time, but we make a point of it to make sure that we are taking care of each other. So that's why we do have those those talks every night just to like get what's off our chest whatever we want to talk about it can be what's going on in our personal lives you know or with the business or something that we're feeling it's so important like he said to do that and that's what we do and it's making sure that you realize that your relationship is still a relationship and your work right. relationship is a work mm -hmm. yeah. and knowing when to turn that off too exactly. yeah exactly and that's super hard and you'll you'll figure that out once you start it you, could, yeah. you know, you kind of have to figure that out once you start that road. Yeah. Um, and, like, entrepreneurship is, as you guys know, it's hard to, like, turn that off because, you know, it's, it, it, there's, your mind's always kind of 
oh, well, I could collaborate there. Like, oh, wow. Yeah, we could, like, you know, And there's no, like, office hours or whatever. There's yeah. no, like, oh, it's the weekend, so we're not going to talk about it. It's like, well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like, I mean, what, what do we have to talk about sometimes? Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's not, not even, like, not even because it's like, oh, there's nothing else to talk about, but it's like, that's just things, like, we want to talk about. What you're thinking about. Yeah, what you're thinking. <laughs> so, but, um, but, yeah, no, you're, any way you slice it, though, no matter how, you know, consumed you are with it, you, you do need to give it, we do, and it's necessary to give yourself that break and, you know, mm-hmm. just veg out and, like, have a date night and where <laughs> none of that comes up. So that's- I feel like it's, like, the ultimate relationship test. If you can work together, like, successfully and not kill each other. Yeah. It's definitely a, it's a test. Yeah, and it's certainly not. It probably brings you closer though, too. It does. Oh, uh, tenfold. <laughs> oh yeah. And like, look at these lovebirds. <laughs> but, but like, 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 also can like lead to like arguments that are like very <laughs> stuff. Like you know, there is yeah. the light and dark of every There's situation. Light. But like, but when you have that constant communication, like even when there are disagreements, there the the big thing is even when you disagree. Like you don't get disrespectful. There's a way. Yeah. There's a way to respectfully disagree. And when you're juggling this, and just in general in relationship, that's like super important because mm-hmm. you're not gonna. Oh, it's not even good for you always to see exact like exactly the same point and like feel exactly the same way. That's like not what you're striving for. You're just what you are striving for to be like. Sarah and I literally just had this conversation uh, yesterday. We did. <laughs> <laughs> we were having like a, a podcast meeting and we got into an argument and like we literally had the exact same conversation <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, all work all relationships whether it's like romantic friendship there, there's gonna be that and there's no two people alike yeah i mean there shouldn't, always, be. Yeah, there shouldn't be robots <laughs> so you're gonna have difference of opinion on so as long as mm-hmm. you know you handle it with yeah. respect so what would you say the biggest challenge you guys have faced since launching? Besides the pandemic. Besides, <laughs> yeah. besides the pandemic. As a pop-up, you know, just just the con- just just staying up on always um finding kind of new opportunities. It, it's it really is like a twenty-four, like a consistent job that you need to stay on top of because you know, not having a physical location, you wanna you you wanna always make sure that you have new prospects of places to go whether it's locking down weekly kind of like places that you are every week or whether it's just continually always filling the calendar with dates that's that's yeah. you know always the the number one priority and always kind of the thing that um you know because that that's what's going to keep the <laughs> scheduling the events is what keeps you know keeps the keeps, keeps the, the lights turning. on <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah so there's places for instance like offices that that used to be kind of uh bread and butter especially during you know these colder months where there's no offices to cater now so you know there's there's definitely uh uh the pandemic has made uh something that's challenging usually even more challenging now but it's it it's part of the game and part of being a flexible we gotta camp outside of the uh fashion offices they're all still open I'm like you're in the office. What? Wild. <laughs> well, not safe. Uh, not at yeah. all. No. On the opposite spectrum, though, like what's been the most rewarding moment for you guys? I would say our most rewarding moment 
was honestly having that first gig. That was like the most rewarding yeah. moment because it was like our first time to shine. It was like thrown at us like a couple days in advance. And we're like, we're going to do this. And this is our time. This is yeah, happening. This is reality. It's not just something we've been working on for months. It's not just like an idea. It became a real thing. So I would say that was like. And you killed it. Yeah. Yeah. And from there, it was like, we have something. This is real. So, awesome. so I, I would say, not to sound like hella corny, but I, it, it, it's genuine. Just though, anytime, for me, it's just literally anytime somebody goes out of their way to give us like a, a compliment on oh, yeah. on a, on the taco or, or you know on the food in general um we've had a few instances where like um there was this one uh where one instance where we were down we had a pop-up down by wall street and um there was this it was super cold just like miserable day i think it had snowed the day before but um got uh, a guy ordered a jerk pork taco <laughs> excuse me it's not COVID, it's the COVID. weed. Oh, I know. No, not COVID, yeah, it's the bomb here. <laughs> um, but uh, so yeah, guy ordered a taco, ate, like walked away, and literally maybe 10 minutes later, he comes back and goes, I just had to tell you guys that was the best taco I've ever had. And I was like, oh, wow. And, yes. just, and just like, you know, we've had multiple kind of instances, many instances like that where people go out of their way to come back and give us like props on the tacos. And every, anytime that happens, I'm like, like it just and we've also yeah. had people travel to to have our tacos. Yeah, yeah. We've had some guys um Yeah, you're a destination. Yeah. yeah. He like took the train there and he realized that we weren't there that day and he came back in. He was like, Thank God. Yeah, he's like, I was in I've been following y'all on Instagram <laughs> trying to see where you're next and I'm like, Oh wow, this, it, it's a good feeling <laughs> to know so people cool. are out there, you know, that we have like we're getting a, a nice little fan base that was willing to travel for us and kind of, you know, willing to willing to really uh, show us support. So yeah. That, that's mm-hmm. definitely been. We appreciate, we appreciate yeah. that a lot. What if they start traveling together? Like all of your, all of the Wagwan groupies? I mean, their no, t-shirts? I, as long as they're grabbing tacos, I don't mind. We have, yeah. strong, we have a very strong vegan crowd that follows us yes. because we have a vegan taco. And we have a lovely supporter in Westchester, and she's always like, where are you going to be next? Oh, yeah. I will be there. Yeah. She's lovely. We love her. She's been to a bunch of our events in Westchester. Oh, we can shout I wonder her. if I know her. Yes, her name is the Pint-Sized Vegan. She's amazing. Follow her. Please follow her. She's awesome. Actually, yeah, follow her because she has a bunch of great vegan places yes, all across in Westchester. Yes, in Westchester. Yeah, yeah. Watch me, like, have gone to high school with her. <laughs> Probably. Right? Probably. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the Pint-Sized Vegan. Yeah. Follow her. She always, she has she follows a bunch of great places. What's oh, your vegan taco? So the vegan taco is a curry chickpea and cauliflower taco with mm-hmm. our homemade mango chutney and fresh squaw on top. Yeah. Oh, so good. It's, it's <laughs> like, honestly, we have we've given this like before we launched. Um, our friends taste tested it and. They're all meat. They eat meat. They eat fish. They're like, honestly, this is incredible. Yeah. Like, they were like, I could eat that all. I'm not even. I like. It's become definitely one of my favorite tacos, and that's saying something because I'm not like. I'll usually be like, I'll, I'll tell you straight up, like I'm not a veggie guy. Like I eat, <laughs> I eat just enough to like. Just know, to get by. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess feel that. I have, oh, you feel that. You have to eventually. Check mark for the day. Got my 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay, know know thyself. That's what's first. <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, but uh, no, that has definitely the vegan is like become one of my favorites, and uh, just that flavor profile, man. You get the the mango. I didn't know mango mm-hmm. mango and like curry was a thing, but it is. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. Mango chutney is so good too. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys sell merch? I think it's time. So yeah, we do have some merch. We actually have uh, a collaboration with this Miami-based designer. Uh, their their line's called Bad Sport, and we did a little uh, collaboration where we take their beachy Miami vibes and kind of throw our logo in with it. And uh, yeah, we have those actually for sale. You could DM us. Or, yeah. uh, we we're we're trying to have more collaborations like that where we bring we put our design and our logo and we uh collaborate with up-and-coming designers from um just from different areas like across the country started with miami and you know just reaching out to other uh small local designers like that to collab with them because i think that could be um just really cool especially in the future you know maybe we have like a kith wagwan Mm. collab one day support small it out there into the universe yeah 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 some of the positives versus negatives of running a pop-up style shop rather than a traditional restaurant yeah so i would say the positive is um you get to meet so many different people um because you get to just go in different areas since you're not just in one location um i would say the overhead is rather low because we don't have a physical store as of yet um and i would say the the downside of it is the unpredictability of it um you know making sure that you have things lined up and that's not just going to come to you you have to go after it so every job you know unless people have reached out to us to book us but we go after we want to make sure like we secure those relationships and we put that on the calendar you know, making sure that you give yourself realistic time. Like, if you're booked seven days in a row, you got to realize, like, okay, I got to maybe take a day off and then get back into it because you want to be putting out the best product and you don't want to run yourself to the ground and not be able to deliver that to everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, I would say another pretty big, um, probably the biggest con of running a pop up right now um, that ties in with that unpredict- unpredictableness. Um, is just needing a commercial kitchen to cook, you know, because for um, until we have a location, we need commercial kitchens to cook, which is an expense, um, as well as just, um, which is the biggest problem is that it's, it's an expense that you do need to take into account, and you need, and you do need to also pretty much try and book events where you know you're going to be able to cover that cost as well as make a profit, pay all, pay if you need extra hands. Um, so forth and so on so you know not having sometimes that kitchen that we that's we, that we can legally cook out of um you know at our right at our dispense at, at our disposal that's probably the biggest con of being a pop-up but the flexibility and the no overhead of course is definitely like can mitigate some of that so yeah. But, um, well, we had um, a listener questioner question about this. Um, Brittany Miles asks if you will ever expand to a food truck. So, wow, I love that question. I think I think it would probably be just based on our team, and uh, I think just based on how we'd like to go initially. I think a storefront would come first, but um, 
I would love to like from the storefront having like a food truck that you know we can send to events and like around during the summer and and stuff. I think that would be like really awesome and something I would look we'd look into after the store. You guys could have such a cool looking truck, like just oh, with your logo nice. and the colors and like. Yeah, and we want to be able to do those food festivals still because that's like a great way to make money and like be at a different place for yeah. other people that can't come to where the location may be. Yeah. Right. Listen, people travel, though. They love you. We're pretty much wrapping up here. We have, like, maybe two questions left, but I guess where do you want to take Wagwan in the future? Where do you hope to go with this big picture? Wow, that's a big question. I know. <laughs> Wait, I can narrow it for you. When cannabis becomes fully legalized in New York, are you going to make THC infused tacos? Please say yes. <laughs> That's something we, you know. Potential. I. It's. It's honestly. It's going to be big on on like. It would be a. It would probably be on a col on a collaborative basis. Like ideally, just putting it out there again. You know, like a like a Wagwan cookies kind of collab. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'd be down for something like that. You know, another like you know, reputable brand like that, maybe doing some type of collab or like maybe um I know cannabis cafes are starting to get like um yeah. Ooh, you could like, do a catering, like a, a cannabis catering. <laughs> interesting, interesting. But I think the profile. It's the main thing is the I need it, it can't change the, the flavor profile. Oh you're right. Oh. That's so so it it would take a little time in the lab. So I, I think I think I think I'll probably put it in like the sauces like the chutney true, or anything yeah, the jerk sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now you know I'm, I don't close doors to anything like that because definitely <laughs> would be uh, and the way that the industry is like changing I, I, it's an opportunity I would love to definitely jump upon or even if it's not infusing the food necessarily I would love to just collab with, with dispensaries or something because I obviously weed tacos yeah, you get a, you can get a taco and a joint. It's like yeah, a taco. exactly. We were actually right before COVID was when you COVID was going to happen. We were talking to some uh, company in Portland who wanted yeah. us to be a part of their convention. Um, it's like Cultivation Classic, I believe it's yeah. called, and they pretty much bring growers around each other, and um, it's like a big convention they have. And they need they were looking for food vendors. I remember I reached out and we yeah, were like we were, we were entertaining talking. going there and you guys could have been by coastal. I know. I know. And then was, COVID happened. Yeah, and so that, that whole event. But yeah, but that was in the works. So like we were mm-hmm. aligning ourselves with brands like that to like be collab yeah. collab with. Let's get a strange name after you. I feel like there must be one. I'm oh. sure that's a thing. Okay, wait. So, what would you say your favorite strain to smoke and eat one of your tacos is? Ooh, wow. Mm. And which taco? Okay. Oh yeah, that's actually a good question. What's each of your favorite tacos from the menu? Okay, so I'll go over the menu first. So we have the jerk pork taco, which comes with a pineapple salsa and the jerk sauce. Then we have the jerk chicken taco, which has the cucumber. Cucumber and apple topping salsa with the jerk sauce. And then we have the vegan taco, which is a hard cauliflower, chickpea, with the mango chutney, and the fresh slaw. And then we have the codfish taco, 
which has the mango chutney and the spa, and they all come in the corn tortillas. I would say my favorite one is the jerk pork taco. That pineapple with that jerk is like honestly, you can't. I'm like salivating. (laughs) It's just so juicy. I think I think I'm have to I'm gonna have to uh, ditto you on that and say jerk pork as well because that's it's just it's 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 the spicy sweet. Um, and now for your for the first part of that question, favorite strain to go with that? I mean, it's got to be a munchies, a munchies kind of yeah. kind of situation. Mm. So let me think. Off rip, I mean, I don't know. Have you guys had the? Uh, I don't know if you if you've dabbled with like cookies, their their strains before, but um, mm-hmm. I'm a big fan. That I'm gonna go with like a little the blanco. Ooh, and a jerk ooh. pork taco. That's uh, I think I've had that. Yeah, that's a, that's a it, it has so. It's so it's a bag. It, it it has the white spider on. It has the mm-hmm. it's a white bag with the spider. It's really mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Wait, so do you do like seasonal like specials and stuff too, or is it or is that your set menu? Oh. Yeah, so we do. So last year around the holiday time, we had a holiday taco, which was a turkey taco with a cranberry stuffing with um gravy and cranberry chutney it was it was incredible to die for oh, I bet. in the yeah. corporate yeah it was it was bomb like so, we had people like so is this gonna come back <laughs> in the winter we kind of like started the hiatus we're like we won't do it this season we'll mm-hmm. come back next season yeah. And we have other things gonna have working on too. So. Yeah, seasonal yeah. seasonal menu options um definitely are are something that we have in the works. Just then, you know, uh, spring we might have a little surprise for you guys. So yeah, we're work- we have some things in the lab for that. So yeah, um, see, but seasonal options of def- are part of our kind of long term game plan. And uh, mm-hmm. that Thanksgiving taco was kind of our first foyer, but mm-hmm. we want to definitely kind of have some um. We're aiming for fall, winter, summer, spring. You know, have four different. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. Oh well, I can't wait to finally. I've never come. I don't know why, but I can't oh, wait. Soon. Yeah, April. Yes. April. April will start off. You know, so I'm traveling. I'm doing it, Ava. I'm staying with you. We're gonna get tacos. Sarah's, Sarah's a traveler. <laughs> it's a good time. Mm. Oh, well, lastly, because we're gonna wrap up. First of all, thank you. And second of thank all, you so plug, yeah, plug yourselves. Where can our listeners find you? And is there anything on the horizon coming up? So, yeah. So, you, Instagram, Wagwan NYC. So, that's Wa, W-A-A, uh, G-W-A-A-N, um, NYC. So, that's our Instagram handle. And then you can go to our website, which is wagwannyc.com. Um, and, yeah, that's uh, this, sure. pretty much this spring. Yeah, ready for us, Bronx Night Market, every weekend, April 3rd through November 19th. You can find us there every Saturday. Um, And just go to our Instagram for any updates on where we'll be, you know, throughout the week once we start things back up in April. Yeah, awesome. We'll post everything having the work, so. I can't wait, because one, I'm hungry, and two, I miss you guys. (laughs) I know, I miss you too. That would be so much fun. Oh, I know. The last time I saw you guys, I think you were sitting exactly where I'm sitting on the floor in my living room. Oh my god, yes, wasn't the bachelor on? No, the bachelor, right? Yes. Wasn't the bachelor? Something. 
something. One of those. Four times. It was a I late know. night. <laughs> but you could have you could have more than four people together. I know. I can't wait for that to end. I know. Soon. 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 All right. Well, thank well, you guys so much for coming on. It was thank you for having us. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Can't wait to try your tacos. Bye, guys. Have Bye. a good night. Go get high. <laughs> <laughs>